Welcome to another episode of Mrs. Motivation with me, your host, Chrissy Clemente. Today, I am so excited to have with me my Reiki teacher, Reiki master, Amanda Rachel Garcia. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I am thrilled to have you here on my couch, and I cannot wait to get into some of your story. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm a Reiki master. I'm actually a master energy healer. Uh, a metaphysical teacher and an intuitive, a spiritual healer to help people essentially blossom from their darkness and see further behind the veils of reality and channeled through the original founder. And the symbols with the energy of unconditional love essentially help people self-heal themselves. Reiki masters essentially create a sacred space filling the room with love and as well as their own client and then that client is able to heal themselves energetically so it comes from the spiritual down to the mental emotional and the physical body so you are almost like a vehicle for spiritual and energetic energy absolutely you become a channel so you're just channeling in that love Now, when you say that you're a spiritual healer beyond Reiki, how would you describe that? So essentially, if people come to me with questions about life and whatnot, we really try to get down to the root of a situation. For example, if let's say you have an eating disorder, the eating disorder actually might stem from a place of guilt, shame, lack of self-love. And so we can get to those root core issues then we're able to illuminate it, transmute it, and then the physical dis-ease, dis-ease of emotions, is transmuted and cleared. So you're able to help people energetically and kind of break down the issues that they're having so that they can stop their disease. Exactly. And all disease is, it's a dis-ease of emotion. That's how it all starts. Now... Were, was this always something that you were doing? No, believe it or not. Um, when I was younger in high school, even my freshman year of college, I was completely lost. I was upset. I didn't know what was going on in my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And so I needed to get on the path of self-healing to heal myself because I wasn't healed. Something was wrong. So essentially what I did is that I changed my lifestyle. I changed who I was hanging out with, and I wanted to better myself. And when I found that window, that opportunity, because of that realization that if you take complete responsibility for all of your suffering and all of your joy, you create your reality, and therefore you can shift your mentality to create the reality and live the life you want. What were some of the things that you were suffering from in high school? Absolutely, so I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and major depression extreme anger issues and my parents and I couldn't figure out why I was just this volatile you know array of extreme emotions so therefore I went to psychologists and they were giving me meds x y and z one made me super angry one made me super depressed and I was like whoa 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 this is creating more of an imbalance within me this is not helping me And so I said, you know what? I need to change for myself. So I stopped all the medication. I started getting into meditation. And I was actually gifted a rose quartz crystal. And this is where the crystals come into my life. Because when I grasped that rose quartz crystal that was given to me, I was able to feel so much love that I've never felt before. Memories of my childhood flooded back. And in that moment, I realized that I need to change for myself. And that I did within that very moment. And who gave you that crystal? Believe it or not, a random gentleman. I was at a festival and I was walking around and he just looked at me and said, you need this and gifted it to me. And he said, I meditated with this every single day. 
and now you will too. And I was in shock, disbelief. I've never meditated before in my life. But when that crystal came into my hands, it was as if clarity flooded my brain. And I never had that before. And all that love just filled me up. And I said, I'm not on my path. What am I doing? And in that moment, I remembered what I was supposed to be doing on earth. So actually, the friends who I was with at that time, I literally ran away from them crying because I needed to change my life. And so what would you call a moment like that where a random stranger is able to provide you with guidance or advice to do something like? Well, I believe it was a message sent from the divine. I believe that everyone has the ability to be a walking angel. And when we tap into that aspect of love, anybody can send a message to help change someone's life. And you hear it all the time within the world. Like a little synchronicity. Yeah, a synchronicity, absolutely. And it's so funny because like while you're talking, this, I can hear this bird outside. Oh my God, look at him. I, I know this is like not part of our Where little podcast. Oh my God. It's beautiful. He's a beautiful, like, looks like a red-tailed hawk. Oh my God, that's actually a pregnant red-tailed hawk. Oh, it, that's such a blessing. It is. And let me oh. tell you that it, there's a, a blue jay right above him. Yeah, so the red-tailed hawk in uh, Native American, I don't want to call it mythology, but uh, essentially the red-tailed hawk means to have clarity over your life. It's the east shield, the east on the medicine wheel, which represents a balance between physical reality and the spiritual world. And the blue jay represents being able to speak your truth, standing in your own power. So here's a funny story. I went for a coffee reading and in in this um in Queens with this mm-hmm. woman Seema. And I'm sitting there so essentially what a coffee reading is, she makes you coffee and then she reads your coffee cup and she reads your coffee grounds. Mm-hmm. And after that, you know, she she's looking at all these different images, but this is a story I really like to share because she's like, "Do you see a lot of birds? I see a lot of birds in your cup." And at the time, I was like, I don't know. I see birds. Everybody sees birds, <laughs> you know? And she's like, well, we'll start to pay attention because these birds are bringing you messages. And I was like, okay, sure. And she's like, you know what? Go out and buy a birdhouse or make a birdhouse. And I looked at her like she was like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I was like, <laughs> all right, sure, I'll do that. And as I'm, you know, driving home, I get a call from my friend and he's like, oh, hey, Chris, uh, I got a surprise for you. And I said, sure. And he's like, uh, I was like, tell me what it is. He's like, no, no, I'll bring it for you and Ian tomorrow. So I said, okay. And the next day he comes to my house. And what did he have in his hand? This gorgeous birdhouse that he bought and painted for us. Wow. And I had <laughs> chills all up and down my body. And I was like, Oh, you don't even know what this means. Like, we are wildly connected because (laughs) this woman just told me to go buy a birdhouse. And here you are with this birdhouse. Like, this is so bizarre. And I put the birdhouse outside and the little entry for the birds is a little too small. However, these birds, like, I started seeing cardinals and blue jays and they were all over the backyard afterwards. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, this is the universe working for me in mysterious mysterious ways yeah it's meant to be (laughs) it was really meant to be getting back into what we were talking about um this man had given you the rose quartz Mm -hmm. after you were going through you know the issues that you were having as a younger child and i want to know did that put you on a clear path into becoming a spiritual healer or were you doing something else before you really took this Um, turn into becoming the person that you are now yeah so after I received that rose quartz um, it was still clear to me that I need to find out what I needed to do I didn't know that I was going to go into the journey of being a healer that was actually the farthest thing from my mind Um, but it wasn't to about maybe six months after that where this basically I had a reality check it was just like an epiphany And essentially it was like, I really need to get my life together. I need to realize, you know, what I need to do, but it all starts from within. I had that knowing that it starts from within. So I started going into crystal healing, diving into it, 
and learning how to balance myself out, eating right, uh, including meditation and mindfulness. When you say, what does, what does mindfulness mean to you? Mindfulness to be, it means just to be aware, to be aware of every little thing. Every action has an effect, you know, the cause and effect. Right. And so if you're mindful about a small little crystal, think about how mindful you could be about everything else in your life, how you speak, what you listen to, what you're watching, everything affects you. So being mindful about little things like that, you can then control your output. Right. Because what you give is what you get. Right. It's being able to kind of take control of your reactions as well and take control of situations and seeing things from a different perspective. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So exactly with how I healed myself. I mean, I healed myself uh, from bipolar disorder and depression in about once I had that, let's call it an awakening, I healed myself within six months. They said I was going to be on medication for the rest of my life. Right. How did I do that? Taking responsibility behavior modification and the essence of if I feel a trigger coming on I'm going to pause the moment I'm going to reflect and say okay well how can I make this better and that's just taking complete responsibility for your actions and for your life right a lot of people suffer from depression mm-hmm. um, including myself and so I've been told to take medications and do a a lot of things that just don't feel right for me and it wasn't until I started to really take control I mean of course I still go through moments and many things trigger me as I continue to go through the process of healing but I think that once you understand what is bothering you and what is bringing you that disease then you could take for lack of a word again, better control of your circumstances and your perspective and make that shift. So I think a lot of what's wrong in our culture is, you know, oh my God, you're sneezing. Here's a medication. Oh my God, (laughs) you get headaches. Here's a medication so that you can prevent the headaches before they even come. You know, everything is like a medication, a medication, a medication. And people don't realize that if you dissect what is actually bothering you, then you can have a better understanding of how you can control your emotions and reactions to those things. And you can help heal yourself through spiritual healing, through Reiki, through crystals, through meditation, or even you know a, a physical exercise practice of as just as simple as yoga or stretching. Mm-hmm. And I wish my hope in having this podcast is that people can have a better understanding of the ways that they can heal themselves without having to take a multitude of pills all the time to heal you know and and to understand also that it's okay to have these feelings you know I get shunned a lot even by my family like I can't believe you talk about your depression I can't believe you talk about your anxiety or whatever issues that you're having and I'm just now understanding that their opinion is not right like these are things that should be talked about this week alone in the news i saw that two people took their own lives because of depression and it's because no one talks about it and they feel like they have to keep to themselves all the time and that hurts me because that is the opposite of now what i want i'm not going to keep to myself anymore i'm going to talk about it And I'm going to try to heal myself by talking about it and also hope that I heal others as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so beautiful. And you are exactly correctly right. Uh, The whole issue here is that people want instant gratification. And there's no magic pill or magic button that you can press to have all your worries go away. To feel is to heal. And a lot of people are just numbing their emotions. People don't even know how to have a conversation nowadays. So the aspect that you're able to talk about it, to share on your platform about what you're going through is bringing a lot of awareness to it. And that's mindfulness, you know, helping people be aware and say, okay, it's okay to feel these lows. It's okay to feel these highs. But now you understand that there's a way to transmute them and rise that lower feeling to say, you know what? I accept you. But how can we make this moment better? 
Because the whole aspect of if you're resisting these negative emotions, let's just call it, or lower emotions, you're creating more resistance in your life. If you just accept and allow and feel, you'll be able to flow with the ebbs and flows of life easily, just like floating on top of a wave. I agree. I have many people in my life that they're very tightly wound. Mm -hmm. And every time I talk to them, it's something that's either negative or how you said, like a lower vibration. It's never something that's positive. And when I offer help, and I'm like, listen, I can help you this way or I can help you this way. Whatever it is within, you know, my limitations, within my abilities, I, I'll do whatever I can for that person. But a lot of people are just like, no, I can't do this or no, you know, this won't work. And it's if you create those limitations in your mind, more limitations will just come come to you. And I don't think that people understand that they're putting themselves in this little bubble by not being open-minded, by not being apathetic or empathetic, and by not understanding that you can change your circumstances by literally changing your thoughts and your reaction to the things that happen to you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the major thing here that I want to touch upon is this aspect of closing yourself in as a bo in a box, like you said. And this is the self-fulfilling prophecies. For example one thing happened in the past so it's always going to happen and that's why they enclose themselves within their mind and they don't leave themselves the opportunity to have these incredible experience where that healing can occur so the whole thing is is that you have to have an open mind because if you say oh that's not going to work oh i don't accept that well then you're just closing yourself off to all the in and incredible and numerous possibilities that can occur so you know it's all about taking responsibility for yourself and being able to be open towards any modality and i will say that you know what's right for me or what's right for you might be completely opposite but you have to be able to have an open heart and an open mind to find the right healing modality or modalities for you and i think that people don't understand like how you said before it's they take these pills or medications because it's the quick fix. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And most people that suffer through those through these issues, including you know yourself or even me, don't want to be open to practicing things on a daily basis because it's slower progress mm -hmm. than maybe you would have by just like taking this medication or by going to see that therapist, which I'm in therapy. There's no shame in, in going to that, but there's more work to be done outside of that room. This one person isn't gonna be able to fix your entire life because <laughs> you sit on their couch once a week or once a month. Mm -hmm. So I think that a lot of people are resistant to learning meditation or to practicing you know, healing with crystals or journaling or whatever it is there are so many different modalities that you can use to help heal yourself but it is a daily practice and it's something that you really have to persevere through and really for lack of so and and really practice in order to make these things work because these things build up over time like a compound effect a little bit every single day is going to get you those results and in the end make you feel 10 times better than any pill that you would ever take oh absolutely well the funny thing is, is that regardless if you're going to take a medication or not you still have to do the work people don't want to do the work anymore and so regardless whether you're going to be on medication or you're not going to be on medication you still need to do the work and that again and that's all the extracurricular activities you're doing what happens when you wake up in the morning you know what can you do to shift your reality, whether it's breathing deeply for five minutes, stretching, just having a smile, saying an affirmation, you know, but those little things, like you said, that compound effect, it's creating a solid foundation so you can build yourself up. Right. Otherwise, if you're not doing that, you're going to have a shaky foundation and the tower is going to come crumbling down. I love when people tell me that they don't have time for these things. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's the But best. you stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning watching reruns of Dancing with the Stars. Right. You know, like, 
That doesn't make any hours on Netflix. Hours on Netflix, (laughs) which I mean, I'm guilty of. I I watch TV all the time or, you know, like I, but I also make time to do the things that I know are going to help heal me. Like I said, I'm suffering from depression, anxiety, and PTSD. And I have moments where I relive the trauma that I've experienced. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to happen to me again. And then I like sit back and I realize like just because I got hurt once doesn't mean I'm going to get hurt again. Just because this event ended my career doesn't mean that like my whole life is over and I can't start again. It's a constant daily, if not moment by moment practice of reaffirming your self-belief, your self-confidence and, and the, you know, knowing that the universe has your back. Absolutely. It's not about the hand you're dealt. It's how you play the cards. There is a law within this reality called the law of relativity. And so it puts everything perspective in the essence of no matter what's going on in your life, there is somebody else who's suffering more. And that's not to make you feel bad in any way, but that's just to say, okay, your challenges are equal to your ability to overcome them. And that, and that's really, it's kind of hard to grasp that. But once you do, then you realize that you have the winning hand. Right. And I've heard a lot of people say that God only gives you these things because you can handle them. Mm-hmm. And so whether or not you believe in God or the universe or source, whatever it is that you believe in, you've been given these problems to show you the strength you have to overcome them. And something that my, I think it was my father who always said to me was that like, if everyone's at a party and you're all complaining, let's say, because a lot of times that happens, you know, you're, you're at a party and you're like, I have to redo my kitchen and spend this money. Oh my God, my car, you know, I just got into an accident and I have to do this or oh, my mom is having, or my mom has cancer, or whatever the issues are, let's say you all throw your problems into the basket. Would you really reach in there for somebody else's problems? No, you'd pull your (laughs) problems right back to yourself because you don't want what other people are going through. You want what you're going through because that's familiar to you and you know that you can overcome that. So I always thought that that was like really interesting. If everyone threw their problems into a basket, would you really throw? Would you really pick out somebody else's? No, you yeah. just reach back for your own. Absolutely, and I think that's really crucial. And regardless of modern day society or ancient, so many people are always just talking, complaining, complaining so much. And the more you complain, and the more you're saying, "Oh, but look at this, but look at that," well, you're just attracting more of those problems to you as well. And then, you know, in uh, Native ideology, we have this thing called a burden basket. The burden basket essentially is this concept of this basket of carrying all your burdens that, you know, you carry around your shoulder and just weighs your shoulders down. And you see people who walk and they carry their burdens on their shoulders. Well, if you think that carrying your burdens makes you a stronger person, well, then you might have to take a look at your ideology and reflect on that. Because you're supposed to be standing tall with your heart open, clear eyes and full hearts. Right. Not just like going around and carrying all this pain and grief with you. Like, look at what I've dealt with. You know, that starts to come into a competition too. Have you ever seen that? Where people start to compete about whose life is worse? I've I've literally (laughs) had to cut people out of my life for that. Because I'd be like, oh, this is what I'm going through. But like, I've gone through this. Yeah. So you don't understand. Yeah. Like, (laughs) oh, like, oh, this happened to me today. Well, this happened to me today. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? Like, I just don't have the energy to compete with you about whose life is shittier (laughs) i really don't like i'm ludicrous concept if you think about it and and it happens with people like all the time you know and and I'm, i'm not saying that i'm never guilty of this i'm just saying that i was way more guilty of this in the past and it's just something that i just don't have time for i could go we could all go on and on about the things that we're suffering from but what's the point I think that it's better to focus on the positives that we all have going on instead of focusing on the negatives. Every time I go to a party, everyone wants to know what's going on with my legal issues or my physical things. And I'm like, 
can we talk about my podcast? Like, <laughs> I really like the work that I'm doing in there. You know, I'm helping a lot of people. And and that's what I really want to focus on. I don't really want to focus on, like, the negative. But it's funny that people find that more interesting because I think that it makes others feel better. Like, you're going through all of this. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. I feel better now yeah. hearing your problems. <laughs> And you know what's funny is that there's, you know, a double-sided coin to that too because sometimes people don't have anyone else to actually get their problems out, speak about their problems, but they're doing it in a completely different manner. You know, if they were to say, you know, Christina, can I talk to you about something? That's completely different instead of having that competition mentality. Exactly. You know, and trying to, because it's all an ego game. That's essentially what it is. So if you break down that ego and just say, okay, like what what's going on here? Then you can like help transition that. So right. in the future, if you do have a situation where someone starts to have this competition, this, oh, woe is me, you know, woe is my life story, just say, okay, well, what's going on? How, you know, get to the root issue. Because if you can help that person see that root issue, then it gets transmuted. And that's a beautiful thing of that. But absolutely, you know, and then, you know how you said, you know, you were guilty of it more in the past and now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you look at yourself, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago, no matter what, you're a completely different person. You're shaping, you're evolving every single day. So it's almost like let the past go, let go or be dragged. And that's something that a lot of people should just say to themselves as a mantra to just really realize that who you were in the past doesn't affect who you are now. And you have the ability to change tomorrow or the next day after. You know, it's not like anything set in stone. Right. So what amazes me about you, um, because people have asked me like, oh, who's your Reiki master? And where have you like gotten all of your knowledge about crystals and things like that? And I'm like, oh, my friend Amanda, she works at our local crystal shop here. And they're like, oh, you know, and when I describe you, I think in their mind, they see this older woman that's like been through all this stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 she's younger than I am. And she's lived many lifetimes before this. And like, they look at me even more confused. And they're like, what what does that mean? I'm like, she, this is not her first time on this earth or in this world on this level of existence, I guess you could say. And I just think that you've, you have a plethora of knowledge that m- many people take their entire lifetime to get. Thank you. I, I truly appreciate that. And it's so funny, true, because uh, every, even yesterday I was teaching a private class and the guy asked me, he's like, how old are you? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm 24. And they're like, what? They're like, I have a kid your age. And I'm like... Yeah, well, 24 in Earth years, my soul's, I guess, a little bit older than that. Um, But that's, everyone always asks me, they're like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, I'm just honored to be able to remember at an early age and continue this path because it brings me so much joy doing what I do and just trusting the universe and having the universe support me. So I'm just, I'm just so grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Now you had told me that you weren't always on this path in this mm-hmm. direction. You had a job for several years before this. Yeah. So I actually worked as a ministry of assistant uh, in a marketing firm. And boy, for all of you people who work in a firm, God bless you guys. <laughs> I don't know how you do it longer than those three years. Um, but yeah, it was... It was great because I was super grounded in everyday life. I learned a lot about, you know, the physical world in a sense. But I knew internally that it it wasn't for me. You know, I would wake up, dread going to work. And I realized I want to be happy. I don't care about the money, you know, because I believe the money will follow you no matter what you're doing as long as you put your heart into it. Um, But yeah, that was a very interesting time in my life. And I'm grateful that I took a chance. Uh, I quit my job actually in August. And now I'm working at the Crystal Shop in Nyack full time. Yeah. So you just up and left that job. Yep. I up and left that job. Uh, And now what I do is I work at the Crystal Shop full time. And then I also teach 
uh, classes a couple times a month, and then I also certify people in Reiki. How did you get the courage? Because I, I know you just said that. I know you just said that you woke up and you dreaded that job, and you realized that there was more, you know, to life than working and making money. How did you get the courage to just leave that job behind and leave that stability? Uh, well, the keynote here is that happiness is a choice. And I wanted to be happy. I wanted to wake up and not feel like I was going to work, you know? When I wake up every morning, I'm filled with gratitude. Being like, wow, I'm surrounded by all this beauty. I have, you know, basically, it's just the biggest blessing I could ever give to myself is giving me the opportunity to take that chance. And, you know, for some people, they let fear and doubt completely stop them from pursuing their dreams and fear or doubt are the biggest demons that plague human consciousness so if you just give yourself that chance of saying what if and pursue it you can manifest your dream career or whatever you want in life for that matter and dropping fear is that something that comes easily to you or was this like you know for me leaving my job behind because of what I went through was really hard for me that's something that if I wasn't told to leave my job I probably would never have you know I would have stayed there because of that fear was constantly holding holding me back so what would you say to somebody whose fear is holding them back yeah for anybody who's struggling with the concept of fear to hold them back from pursuing their dreams I would just say to yourself what if and you create this reality, this heaven, if you will. And then it manifests because you have the ability to create heaven on earth if only you follow your heart. And for me, it was definitely really hard to make that decision. But at the same token, me not pursuing my dreams would cause even more fear. So I just took a leap of faith. And it would cause even more resistance. Yeah, absolutely. You just got to go with the flow. The path of least resistance is the path you want to be on. You know, total acceptance, allowance, and moving forward and doing your best every day. I totally agree with that because I think that once you drop fear and you start to follow your heart, these little signs come up. And you obviously have to be very open to seeing them. For example, the hawk that we saw just <laughs> before recording, that to me was a sign, you know, that I'm on the right path. I'm with the right person at the right moment. I handpick everybody that comes onto this podcast. It's someone that I'm comfortable with. It's someone that I want to learn from. And when I see signs like that, I know that even though this was not the plan that I saw for myself when I started going to school or started my old career, like this is where I need to be now. And I think that once you drop that fear and you drop these the resistance, you begin to see all these like little synchronicities and signs come to show you that you are now on the right path. Yeah. And doesn't life become more magical? It really does. And aren't you filled with this like joy and gratitude? I am. And it's it's great because like I said, like when we have these moments of like depression or sadness and then you just drop that in that moment and then you're like oh wait but this just happened or you know it's seven eleven. oh my god I saw an 11 there's mm -hmm. there's I'm on the right path or people think I'm nuts because I'm like this is a sign this is a sign and they're like no that's not and I'm like no 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 you don't put your beliefs on me I know what's a <laughs> sign and what's not a sign in my life and some people you know they look at you a little off because they're like you know why are why do you find so much joy in these things? Why do you feel like, you know, th these things are guiding you? And I'm like, because I believe. Because I have belief in my heart. Yeah, and belief is the most important thing. A lot of people think to see is to believe. But to believe is to be able to see. Right. Belief is the most important thing we can have. Belief along with faith. And that is what lifts hearts and moves mountains within this world. Right. A lot of people don't... I think they're more like scientific-based and mm -hmm. like fact-based. But 
I don't agree. I think that everything has a certain vibration, a certain energy. Mm -hmm. And if you rise to that vibration, things will come to meet you. And, you know, also the higher you begin to rise in your vibration, the more that you will see things clearly and the more signs that you will Mm -hmm. see that you're on the right path. Oh, absolutely. And now there's a double-sided coin with that aspect of people who think purely logically and scientifically. Now, I'm a huge believer in science, logic, uh, quantum mechanics, if you will. But um, for the people who only believe in that structured mentality, again, they put themselves in that box. You have to be able to balance that scientific trait with your spirituality to have the two sides of the coin to be whole. Because exactly what you were describing in terms of energy vibration of resonating a specific frequency and then something of that like frequency will attract to you. Well, that right there is the basis of quantum mechanics. So it's really the more into science you actually get, the more it merges and meets spirituality. It's just a different way of explaining things. If people realize everything is one and the same and everything is connected, then we'll have a more and grander understanding of how our universe actually works. And then we'll be more balanced within our own self. Right. Tell me more about your studies with science. Yeah, so um, essentially I had a, I was blessed with a teacher. Um, And my teacher was basically, essentially it's like in the movie where you're out at a function or event. I was at a sweat lodge and I saw this tall man in front of me. And when he spoke, it was almost like everything paused. The winds stopped to listen. The trees stopped rattling their leaves. It was unbelievable. And so I said, I would love to learn from this man because he was like a walking earth angel. And so I asked him, I said, do you teach? And he says, why, yes, I do. And he gave me his number and I never reached out to him. And then next wet lodge I went to, he's like, why didn't you call me? And I said, well, I wasn't sure if you were serious. And he's like, call me. So I called him afterwards and went through my initiation. And he said, you are now my student. And so with him, I studied anatomy and physiology. Uh, I studied aspects of quantum mechanics. And before I moved into anything spiritual-wise with him, I had to learn the grounded application of it through science, through biochemistry. Because without having that knowledge of the scientific world, of understanding how things work, then you're going to only have a fragmented knowledge of how things work spiritually because they're one and the same. Is this your Reiki master or is this somebody different? No, this is someone different. Um, He is the one who gave me my uh, energy master title, if you will. Uh, He is a Native American Seminole man. He's also a naturopathic doctor. And he walks very quietly among the earth. Um, He is the most incredible man I've ever met in my life. And I'm so grateful to be one of his last disciples. Um, Yeah. Everyone calls him Grand Master because aside from his spiritual and, you know, naturopathic doctor health-wise... He is a grandmaster in ninjutsu, martial arts. The way he carries himself, this poise, how he's constantly connected to God, Source, Allah, whatever you want to call it, it's unbelievable. When he stands in the room, you automatically, your spine is straight, and you listen, and you don't speak. And it's, it, that was the greatest blessing of my life. Without him in, his, in my life, I wouldn't be who I am now. It's interesting how people that you just run into can change your life like that. Absolutely. I think it, everything's divinely planned. Everything's divinely orchestrated. I think you're one of those people for me. I think I know that in different points of my life, I've gotten into crystals. They've found me at different periods or stages. And then more recently, as I've been going through all of these different changes in my life, I found a crystal um, when I was cleaning my boxes downstairs and I was like, okay, I found this amethyst for a reason. 
And so I sat with it and it almost told me like, go out and learn more about me. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I went into the crystal shop and I learned more about you and we had done a Native American and crystal reading together. And then, you know, my neighbor knows Amanda too and was telling me (laughs) I'm going to go get Reiki certified. And I was like, that seems really interesting. Like, I want to do that too. And, you know, that, and we, and then I reached out to you and, and we set that up and now I'm certified as a Reiki healer. And, and I believe that people are put into your life for a reason. So whether or not I go on to help others or I'm just using it right now to heal myself, I think it's something that needed to happen and was destined for me to do. Aha, beautifully said. Yeah. Yeah. So... I guess I want to get a little bit more into how you started your work. You know, I know you said you were in marketing and then you went full time to the crystal shop. But when did you start your Athena Academia and the Crystalline Cure? Well, Crystalline Cure came first because Crystalline Cure is what sparks my healing journey. Uh, Crystalline Cure is about, I want to say maybe four, four years old, about to be four years old uh, in the essence of just putting information of crystals and minerals out there to raise more awareness of their healing um, properties. And so I continued with that while working at the marketing firm, just doing it on the side, teaching my classes and whatnot. But actually, Athena Academia is more recent. Uh, it's, it's not even a year old. But what was interesting about Athena Academia is that that was divinely sent because I was in a meditation and in my meditation, all of a sudden, I look up and this this grand staircase, so beautifully made. And all of a sudden, I see a huge owl flying down. And I'm like, okay, this is beautiful. Let's just take it in, continue breathing deeply so I don't lose focus. And then standing at the top of that staircase is almost like cloud doors. It was like the stairway to heaven. <laughs> and there was just radiant, like, gold, uh, white, pink, orange light just shining like a sunset from this door that opened. And out comes what looks like Athena. And so the goddess Athena is now standing before me saying, you need to share this healing modality with others. You need to merge what you've been learning with your grandmaster and with Reiki and share it to others. You need to do this. You need to start an academy. And I said, how do I do that? You know how to do that, she said. And she put her hand gently on my shoulder and says, start it. And then as soon as that happened, I woke up. Next thing you know, I reserved the domain name online. I set up the Facebook page, the Instagram page. And I said, okay, I'm just going to wing it. And that's exactly what happened. It was just divinely sent for me to create it. And now I have a couple of graduates from Athena Academia. And it's been absolutely amazing because it brings me so much joy. Because in my Reiki certification classes, as you know, we don't just do Reiki. We go over into the whole chakra system, anatomy and physiology, you know, the essence of energy, how to open up someone's orc field and how to actually connect to that channel of divine love i remember you having your first experience you're like i see my aura <laughs> on my hand <laughs> on your, you're like you're, you're like what yeah like, and that's the whole thing when people are able to have those experiences it, it is unbelievable because it fills me up with so much joy and so the fact that i just i listened to source and i did it it was the most amazing thing so now I have my next uh, Reiki certification class on the 18th of February on the full moon. Yeah, so that'll be an interesting one. <laughs> that will be an interesting one. I'm sure that the energy in that room will be amazing. That's for sure. The I'm energy, so just even from my attunement, was so powerful. I sat under her copper triangle. She had saged me. And, you know, she's obviously um, a Reiki master and has been practicing this for a long time but the energy that she was able to give me carried me for like the next three weeks and I was just feeling so lighthearted, so open motivated and positive and I really 
I really took advantage of all of that energy and I was able to come back from those moments of feeling less than or when my fear took over or my ego took over I was like no 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 I'm flying high now you know you can't you come you can't come into this space because I'm attuned (laughs) (laughs) I am I have been attuned so no you're alignment (laughs) yeah exactly like you're you're not gonna mess with this flow that I have but it really was amazing and what I liked about that training was that it was very intimate and it was obviously chock full of information and if I wanted to hand her $200 and be like listen I want to be a Reiki master tomorrow she would say no no I'm not going to do that for you (laughs) because and not that I did ask her but you could other people um will certify you Reiki one and two and then you know if you paid them money to make you a Reiki master they'd probably do it and that's not the right teacher to go through just in case you're curious about Reiki you want someone who's going to follow you and your progress to make sure that you're learning and they're not just handing you certifications because you want them you're they're handing you a certification because they believe in you and because you put in the work you've put in the practice and you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing for people and healing people in the correct way and that's why i decided to join amanda um with her reiki certification because it's something that i know that i have a teacher for life it's not someone that i handed money to that i know like i'll never see again not a stranger um, because a lot of different people offer these certifications but you really want to get to know your teacher and know that you're going to have a lifetime um, relationship with them mm-hmm. so that I really did appreciate yeah uh-huh. thank you for saying that yeah uh, I see so often now that you can get your Reiki one two and then within not even two weeks you can get your master and I'm like how is that even possible um it shouldn't you know, be <laughs> yeah right and then you have a lot of people going out there oh I'm a Reiki master I'm a Reiki master it's like okay how long have you been practicing uh, two months. <laughs> like, what? That makes no sense. But again, in my certifications, I teach one and two together because that's how I was taught. And I feel like that gives you a super strong foundation to be practicing for years, uh, even if you don't get your master's. Regardless of that, you have all the tools you need, which is crucial. Because if you only get your one attunement for one symbol, well, then you're missing half of everything else. So, you know, having those the first one and two together is actually incredible and that's how I was gifted it and that's how I will continue to teach it but if I had a student that will come to me for the Reiki you know your Reiki masters I will not pass a student until they can prove to me that they're worthy of it so for example when you come back in a year or so if you want to get your masters you're going to actually be giving me a session to see if you're worthy of that title or not and that's a huge thing people they don't practice it and so this is now it gets put to test i'm very old school with how i teach too well that's how you learn from your grandmaster i remember while she was teaching me reiki she still sees her grandmaster and he still quizzes her to this day (laughs) yeah to this day um i'm not studying with him well technically i'm a student for life but uh, he'll be like, okay, can you recite this meridian? What exact points? And I'm like, uh, okay. And then obviously I go into it. And that he constantly keeps me on my toes, constantly testing me. Um, but yeah, it was. it's just such a blessing. That's a sign of a good teacher, though. <laughs> That's for sure. So I just recently got myself a table to start practicing. I'm really, really excited about that. So... Um, if anybody's interested, I'll practice with you. Um, and if you want like a serious Reiki session, I would definitely suggest going to Amanda because um, she is amazing. But some of the other things that she does offer um, here at the local crystal shop, um, which I think she should also make digital and sell online because she needs to reach so many people with the plethora of knowledge yeah. that she has. But she does a Crystals 101 class, Crystals 102 um she does a class on chakras manifestations um how to get into abundance 
protection from the dark forces. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about some of those classes? Yeah, absolutely. And that's actually my next step is having an online platform and doing it. So I'll be in contact with you for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I teach classes on Crystal 101. We go into the physics of crystal healing, how it works, how to apply crystal healing to your life. And then essentially how to have an experience because if you can't feel crystal energy, well, how do you know it's working? You know, that's the biggest thing. Um, so you really want to be able to, it's experiential and being able to feel the frequencies, subtle energy, and incorporate into your life. I also teach, again, the Crystal 102 all the way to Crystal Grids, which is how to, basically, it's a series. And by the end of Crystal Grids, you're able to communicate and have a connection to your guides through a Crystal Grid and have a in conversation with them, be in direct alignment with them. Uh, you can also, with that Crystal Grid, learn to read it. And if you learn every natural formation and basically I give you a code and once you understand this code, any grid that you make, you can know what physical healing wants to be done, what uh, emotional, mental, or spiritual connections need to be made to bring balance to your life. And then you have the formula right in front of you. Oh, well, I just need this crystal, that crystal on that day. And so what? So it really becomes, you know, a deep and intuitive practice once you truly get into crystal healing in that way. But uh, other than that, yeah, I teach uh, classes on chakras. And once we go through the chakras, we actually tone, which is uh, essentially an ancient Egyptian art of using our own vocal cords to align a specific chakra center. And in my Reiki certification classes, we actually go through that whole class because I think it's truly important. And before you get aligned, I want you attuned um, you know, to that alignment within and without. But yeah, I also teach classes on astrology, how to find out your past life, uh, your most recent past life, your present life mission, and then feedback loop through the community, through the archetypes of the zodiac and whatnot. Yeah, that's a lot of great information, yes, and that's it a is. lot that people like don't know about. And I'm guilty of this. I went to my Reiki certification. I had about like eight different crystal bracelets on, and I was like totally feeling myself. And I was like, whoa. You have a lot of crystals on and you don't need that many. And it's funny because as much as I love these crystals, I definitely do not have the depth of knowledge that Amanda has. So she was able to counsel me and be like, maybe you need these four max. And she taught me like, if I wear them on my left wrist, these are going in. And if I wear them on my right wrist, this is the energy that I'm giving out. And so there's so much knowledge that goes into crystals. They're definitely not just for decoration. They're definitely not just to, you know, carry around in your pocket without knowing what they mean. And, you know, there's there's so much to know and learn from her. I would definitely suggest either if you could take one of her classes here around town or once she starts offering them online, I definitely recommend them. But what would your, when I go to the crystal shop, um, not only did I meet Amanda, but I met this wonderful woman named Patsy. And uh, and it was at the beginning when I was starting to find crystals. And I was like, can you help me pick one out? And she's like, no, you have to feel it. And so I, I'm, I'm holding the crystal in my hand. And I'll never forget. I'm like, oh, well, I think I feel good. And she's like, no, you just messed that up. You just said you think you feel good. How do you feel? <laughs> not how do you think you feel? And so that was just a moment in itself for me. And I was like, I am thinking and, and I'm just supposed to be feeling. Mm. So when people are picking out their crystals, what is your best advice to them? Yeah, exactly. To feel. <laughs> but essentially what I would do is that when you're walking to a crystal shop, one, get any thought that you have about what you need out of your mind. Because it's not what you want, it's what you need for your eyes can deceive. So if you say you, you're reading, you know, this the pocketbook of stone, whatever, book on crystals, saying, oh, this crystal is good for mental clarity, for, you know, for self-love, yada, yada, yada. You may need something actually completely different. Um, so what I would do is while walking in, just breathe deeply and then start to walk in and just see where you're drawn towards. Just walk aimlessly. And then slowly but surely, you'll be in front of a group of crystals and just put your hand out and your hand will naturally gravitate towards the one that's meant for you. And what I like to do with biofeedback is if you grasp a crystal in your hand and take a couple deep breaths, just allow yourself to notice where your body moves. 
Do you move forward towards the crystal? Do you move away from the crystal? Or do you move side to side? If you move towards it, well, your body's saying, yes, that frequency is good. You're bringing it in. If you move away from it, nope, you don't need it. It's not that it's bad, but it's not for you. If you move side to side, that's the right type of crystal, but not the right one to choose again. And that's just a simple way through biofeedback that you know what crystals are good for you. What are, so I guess for people who are maybe curious about getting into crystals, what are some of like your starter pack crystals that you would mostly give out to people who are new to crystals? Yeah, well, see. Or would you not, you know, do that? I would never... See, that's so hard because I would never do a starter pack for Well, you know what people. I mean. <laughs> it's like starter pack. Sage, palisade. No. I don't mean it like generically <laughs> like that. But I guess like if someone was, um, let's say, going through depression yeah. and feeling a lack of love for themselves mm-hmm. and, and really engaged in their fear instead, what would be something that you would recommend well, for them? Well, what's interesting is that every single person is different. So there's not one recommended formula for each person. Right. Um uh, but what will help anybody and everybody is rose quartz. Rose quartz is incredible um, for self-love, cools anger, opens you up to unconditional love. There is so much I can say about rose quartz. It is one of your premier stones, and if you don't have rose quartz, then you should go and buy it because <laughs> it will help you no matter what. That is one thing. I can definitely recommend that stone to anyone and everyone. Um but other than that, let's say you have any tidbits with uh, depression or anxiety, if you will, what would be great would be a blue calcite, a lapidolite, or an amethyst. And I give you those options so that you can see what's best for you. Because again, some people are different than others, of course. We're all unique. Right. Yeah. Now, a lot of people think of crystals as like oh my god this will bring me a lot of abundance this will bring me money this will bring me what are, what are your feelings on buying crystals to bring you things oh <laughs> well it's a double-edged sword uh crystals can help you with manifestation and abundance but if you buy a crystal or you set up a crystal grid with the mentality of scarcity that you don't have enough of it then you're going to create more of what you don't have, which sucks. And <laughs> we don't want that. So essentially, if you, let's say you want a crystal for manifestation of physical abundance, then you say, okay, you pick your crystal and say, please help me, you know, attracting physical abundance and any other way that you can, you know, leave yourself open to possibility because that's when you get into that aspect of quote-unquote programming crystals and when you program crystals with a specific intention you're basically closing up that stream of divine intelligence to help attract that to you so you just want to be open to any type of healing or abundance that can come your way but definitely don't put yourself in a scarcity mentality when working with crystals because they amplify our thoughts and our intentions right i learned that in meditation it's like you can be specific but also be open to the divine working in other ways for you to make that happen. So a lot of times I'll say like, this is what I want or better, or this is what I want, but it can happen in in a multitude of ways. Like it doesn't have to take this one form of something. And I think that people have to realize that they have to be more open to the possibilities of things happening in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that you just said it there yourself it's clear and simple just be open be open to receive and don't put yourself within that square box yeah, yeah. what so when I know that happiness drives you I know that you know you just feeling in the moment and and waking up with this gratitude is what sent you on this life path what what else like what what would you define as success for you hmm success well success is equivalent to pure joy pure happiness bliss so to me i'm successful because i feel that joy i feel that bliss 
Because a lot of people define success as, you know, amounting of physical wealth or, you know, moving to their ideal place and whatnot. And yes, okay, that can be taken in that way for that person. But to me, if you're just happy and you're full of love with that divine bliss, then you're already successful. You're doing the work. You're doing God's work. And then everything else that you want in the material world, whether it's moving to a beach and attracting a mass amount of wealth, will come to you naturally. So for anybody out there who is struggling with this ideology that they're not successful, remember that you are successful. And just feel that love, that alignment, and you're already set. Everything else will fall in motion. I definitely agree that affirmations are things that can carry us in a positive direction and so I know that you use crystals and you meditate and obviously you do Reiki what are other I guess daily habits that help you to feel the success oh absolutely so first thing I do when I wake up is I place my hands on my heart and I say how thankful I am for my mother the mother of my being which is my heart and then I place my hand and I put it on my crown of my head and I say, thank you, Father. And I thank my Father, which is my mind. And then I connect the two in sacred union by breathing deeply from my heart to the top of my head. And I start my day. And then before I get up, I will pull a card for the day. And after that, sometimes I'll do a couple push-ups, a couple sit-ups to get the blood pumping. And I basically just get ready for work and I'm full of love and I'm I'm good <laughs> it's like you start your day off with that gratitude oh absolutely that's the first thing yeah because gratitude attracts miracles yeah I agree what what do you see yourself doing in the future hmm that's a tough tough one because I'm a person who lives with the Tao with the way so I let life you know carry me um but specific goals that I have in terms of my reality and what I want to accomplish is one, I would love to have an actual metaphysical academy with teachers from all over the world teaching specific healing modalities. I think that would be amazing. Um, and then just basically just, I don't, I'm, not, I'm so full already, but I would love to, one day I would love to be on a beach on my own island, you know, have just watching the sunset every day on the water. Oh my God, me too. Yeah. <laughs> just thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, that was always one of my, my big goals. Like, I'm going to own an island one day. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'd be like Richard Branson. <laughs> Maybe he's on the island. I'll share an island with him. I don't mind. <laughs> but that sounds beautiful. Yeah. That really does. I think that's a great goal. And I think that's completely attainable for you as well. Absolutely. And that's why all of my graduates in the Reiki program with me, they also have a platform to share their medicine. So if they continue specific healing modalities, when I actually create my metaphysical academy, I, I will have my teachers and in various subjects because each one of my graduates and students are so amazing are into so many different things for example I have one graduate who is so into yoga and then another who's into foraging and one who's you know a social worker but a conscious one and it's just unbelievable so it's just it's just just to have a platform to share all those healing modalities I think that that I think more people should strive to have a platform and also to use it for for good. Yeah. And that's what made me want to start this is just knowing that all I have to do is use my voice and I could help guide people in any sort of direction, you know, and and that's why I like to interview people with all different backgrounds and all different stories because each of us has our own story, you know, not everybody has mine, not everybody has yours. But there's definitely a takeaway in everybody's story that somebody can learn from. And um, spreading that knowledge and positivity is something that I think that we all should do. Absolutely. And you said it right there, just being able to speak and vocalize, you know, this awareness that you now have. You know, it's like you're doing God's work. You really are because if you go back to any religion, they always say at first there was the word. 
to spread that message of life. Right. That's what you're doing here. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I like what I do here and and I'm grateful to have you on the podcast. And I would definitely like for you to come on in the future and you can talk about some of your classes, maybe give us some more advice on crystals and, and using them for manifestations or abundance or protection, whatever you're interested in sharing. Um, I would love to learn from you further and that's why I'm grateful to know you because every time I see you I do learn something from you and um, I'm just very grateful to have you in my life and and thank you for coming on Uh, thank you thank you Christina it's been a pleasure and I would love to come back yeah so where can people follow you on Instagram yeah so people can follow me on Instagram at crystalline cure and then they can also follow me at Athena underscore academia um, and my personal one is amanda.rachel. <laughs> Perfect. And you have a website as well, right? Absolutely. So it's crystallinecure.org and then athenaacademia.com. Perfect. And I know that if you're interested in learning a little bit more about her, she did go over some of it today, but she was in a movie called Time is Art. And so she has a little story in there about um, synchronicity, and that's definitely very cool. You should check it out if you're definitely if you're interested. You can find that where you can find out as timeisart.com. Just look them up, and you can see my little synchronicity story. And Time Is Art is an amazing movie. Um, Definitely go and check it out, guys. Yeah, it's very. It was very cool to watch. I've seen it a couple of times. You know, especially I watched your story right before you got here, too. Um, Just you're very inspiring. And thank you again for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll see you soon. Yeah, I'll see you. All right. (laughs) Cool. All All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes. And if you know someone with a story that I should hear, please email me at chrissyclemente at gmail.com. Of course, you can follow me on Instagram at Mrs. Motivation. And until next time, peace out, guys. Oh,